Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh lolly, lolly, lollipop. Hey, get all these working on my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, or maybe you're listening online at ocrfm.org.au. G'day Max, how's it going? Yeah, good. And uh, how's your weekend? Good. Been busy? Sort of, yeah. Sort of, yeah? What have you been up to? Uh, yesterday we didn't get... Much. Done. Yep. Yeah. Today, we've just been doing stuff around the house. Oh, yep. Bit of a yeah. clean-up, clear-up sort of weekend. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I um, need to do that myself. <laughs> I was realising last week after I'd put up all those Halloween decorations, how, uh, how once I'd packed everything down, how COVID had affected the rest of my house because my dining table had been sectioned off into three parts of my life basically where one third was school one third was radio one third was scouts and so uh yeah i was looking at it kind of doing a bit of a double take of hmm i i really need to sort this out now that i'm uh, back into the real world and we're <laughs> able to meet up with people again but uh yeah that that's a yeah, that's a weekend in the future <laughs> for now busy busy i've been uh scout camping on the weekend so uh, that was good fun but uh, we have a fun program ahead of us with a product that i've never had in my life and i would assume that you possibly haven't either uh but before we get to it let's find out what's new on the shelf what's new Okie dokie. So uh, we've got a couple of different flavours, and they're a month old uh, on the shelf, but uh, the packets themselves are brand new, uh, but they've been on the, the, the market for about a month now. They kicked off at the end of September. So uh, we're looking at some new flavours of shapes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are your favourite shapes flavours normally, Max? Chicken... Barbecue. Yep. You know those uh, savoury kind of flavours? Yeah. Well, what we normally have. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm I'm more the cheese flavour ones. Mm. Like, um, I don't, can't remember what they call it, but it's the, the little square ones that uh, I've always liked. And the savoury hasn't been around for ages. I miss that one. But uh, these two new flavours kind of um, are fast food inspired, I guess you'd call it. Uh, Almost a uh, a Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> and a cheesy garlic pizza. So it'll be interesting to see if they have um, 
improved upon the chicken crimpy with this fried chicken flavour. Because what flavour is chicken crimpy if not chicken? Mm. Well, chicken salt, I guess. Yeah. So, um, as with uh, all the traditional shapes, they come in a uh, unique shape um, to this particular um, this particular flavour. I don't know what shape you call it, though. I don't know. It's kind of a... Square with bumps. Yeah, like... I, I want to say rhombus, but rhombus with curved edges. Kind of. Or flag. Oh, actually, yours is different to mine. What the hey? Okay. They've (laughs) never done that before. There are two different shapes in the the fried chicken flavour. Because normally the shape on the back of the packaging, so where the word shapes is written, they normally have that shape replicated in the shapes that the biscuit is made out of. Mm-hmm. Am I making any sense? <laughs> um, but this time around, there are two different shapes. Yours is... Like square with two bumps on the, each side. And and mine is this, like, star shape missing the fifth point, almost. Kind of a billowing flag shape. I don't know if it has a mathematical term, but... Uh, oh, wow. So... They've gone all out here. Different cut biscuit shapes in the shape packet. Never have they done that before. Because normally shapes are just, yeah, consistent across the whole pack. Uh, What are you noticing other than the the different cuts? Well, there's a little bit of um, visible salt. Yeah, well, they always brand it as flavour you can see. I've got a few little flecks of salt crystal, then kind of a brownie tinge to yeah. it, which I'm assuming is going to be like a gravy-ish flavour, perhaps, for fried chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, the health rating's not too crash hot on the box. It's only got a two health star rating. But uh, let's see what uh, what they're classing as fried chicken flavour. Um, the colour is caramel colour, so that's why it's brown. It's definitely got the crunch of a shapes biscuit. Is it tasting like fried chicken, though? It sort of tastes like barbecue chicken. Mmm. I guess because they're oven-baked, not fried, how are they going to get the the oily fry taste? (laughs) They couldn't possibly replicate the uh, the 11 secret herbs and spices, of course. But... um, Oh, does it does it taste like your traditional fried chicken though? Barbecue, I'd I'd go with barbecue chook over yeah. fried because mm-hmm. that that deep fried chicken often has the um, a very salty outer taste, whereas the barbecue's got more a smoky taste, and this has a smoky aftertaste. Yeah. Um, but in comparison to chicken crimpies, it, it's a it, they have nailed it. It's different flavour. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not the same as just a kind of chicken salt flavour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know whether it, they've got the fried chicken. It's smoky aftertaste. Yeah. Hmm. 
Better or worse than chicken crimpy? Better. Better. Ooh, okay. Let's see what the uh, cheesy garlic pizza does to you then. Now, I don't believe Shapes have had a garlic flavoured chip before, but they've had plenty of different goes at cheese ones. Uh, now, they've, they've gone with the perfect shape <laughs> for a um, cheesy garlic pizza, which is? A uh, triangle. Yeah, kind of a pizza slice look to it. Mm-hmm. It's got the red and green flecks of kind of the the barbecue shape. Yeah. Possibly even the pizza flavour. But uh, let's see if it's got garlic and cheese flavour to match. It's very garlicky. Yeah. Have they made it taste like garlic pizza and not garlic bread? That's my question. Mm. What did we have recently that was garlic bread flavoured? I can't remember. remember. Oh, man. There was something and they absolutely nailed the... Oh, it was the Smith's Chips. Oh, yeah. They had uh, really nailed the garlic bread flavour, so much so that it had that almost melted cheese and um, the creamy buttery taste to it. So that's what's missing here. This is very cheesy, very garlicky. Um... And it does taste like a cheesy garlic pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, they literally have uh, nailed this one. Not so sure about the fried chicken. What's your thoughts? Um, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which do you prefer out of the two? I don't know. Not sure? Yeah. See, I'm a cheese fan most of the time over the chicken, so I was probably coming into this one... A uh, little blindsided, and it's got a better health star rating, 2.5 health star versus the, the two star for the fried chicken. Yeah, it's cheesy garlic over fried chicken for me, and you're kind of sitting on the fence? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll post those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, then see if there's anyone out there that can uh, break the drought and uh, choose either way, fried chicken or cheesy garlic pizza-flavoured shapes. We'll be back after this to take a look at this week's topic, which is Baby Ruth. It is time now on Afternoon Delight for uh, this week's topic as we take a look at uh, the Baby Ruth which, as I said, never had it in my life. No, neither. No. It's an American chocolate bar, which is made of peanuts, caramel, and milk chocolate-flavoured nougat. So it's not just your regular nougat. It's that kind of... Uh, not the, the dairy whip of... Uh, not Mars bar. Milky Way. I don't know yet. I don't know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been holding on to this bar for... Uh, five days now, looking at it going, I wonder what's inside. <laughs> so it's covered in compound chocolate as well, distributed through the Ferrero Candy Company, which is a subsidiary of Ferrero, which, uh, of course, put out the Ferrero shares and uh, the Kinder brand as well. So uh, the history of the bar dates back to 1920, where the Curtis Candy Company refashioned its candy cake that was the original name of it, into the Baby Ruth. It became the best-selling confection in the five-cent confectionery category of the late 1920s. Them were the days where you could walk into a, a shop with, 
you know, a small handful of change and buy 6,000 items. (laughs) Uh, The bar was the staple of the Chicago-based company for more than six decades. The Curtis Company was purchased out by Nabisco in 1981 before they sold it on in 1990 to Nestle. Ferrero then acquired the Nestle USA confectionery brands, which included the Baby Ruth. So technically this is now a... uh, uh, a Ferrero brand, but still comes under the Nestle company. Um, the Ferrero uh, Ferrero relaunched the Baby Ruth bar and the 100 grand in December 2019. It had been off the market for uh, a couple of years as they tweaked the recipe. Um, so now the recipe includes dry roasted peanuts, which have been grown in the US, as opposed to the peanuts which were roasted in oil. So apparently that should give it a cleaner peanut flavour. We will see. <laughs> but the um, the name of the bar, have you ever heard of Babe Ruth before? No. Nah. So he's a famous baseball player. Um it sounds very much like they named the candy bar after Babe Ruth, the baseballer. However, the company claim instead that they named it after President Grover Cleveland's daughter, Ruth Cleveland. It was located on the same street as Wrigley Field, which named the bar Baby Ruth in 1921, um, just as Babe Ruth came to fame. 24 years after the the president had left the White House and 17 years after his daughter Ruth had died. So it seems pretty strange that you'd be naming a chocolate bar after someone who hasn't hasn't been alive for 17 years and whose father, the famous person you're saying it's named after, uh, hasn't been famous for 24 years and the other person is. Mm. Anyway, company didn't negotiate any sort of endorsement deal with Babe Ruth. Many saw the company's story about the origin of the name to be a devious way to avoid having to pay him any royalties. In a patent appeal, Curtis successfully shut down a rival bar that was approved and named the Babe Ruth Bar on the grounds that the names are too similar. So they've gone off, made this Baby Ruth, and then when someone came up with a Babe Ruth Bar, they're like, hang on a second... You can't do that. We did it first. Um, So the trademark was patented exactly after the engraved lettering that was used on a medallion struck for the uh, Chicago World Columbian Exhibition in 1893. And it had a picture of the president and his daughter, Baby Ruth. So that's where they're saying they've they've named the the bar after it. Um, So... It's all up in the air whether or not that's true, whether the candy company was trying to avoid a lawsuit or not. To promote the candy throughout the 1920s, um, company founder Otto Schinnering chartered a plane and dropped thousands of the chocolate bars with their own mini parachutes over the city of Pittsburgh. And then um, after that, Schinnering performed other parachute drops in various cities over 40 states of the USA. Can you imagine looking up to a plane with all these tiny little chocolate bars parachuting to the ground? That'd be cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. Um, They also sponsored the Baby Ruth Hour, a CBS radio program in 1929. 
They then <laughs> sponsored the Wrigley Field 1932 World Series with an illuminated advertising sign for Baby Ruth on the 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 big billboard things that they have, the up-in-light stuff, uh, right where Babe Ruth's home run ball had landed. So they were still trying to cash in on Babe Ruth, even though they were swearing that they had absolutely nothing to do with him. Over the years, there's been many baseball tie-ins, but they uh, did sponsor a NASCAR um, Ford uh, in 1992 for Jeff Gordon, and uh, they also um, did a TV ad in 2007 with uh, the entire stadium munching on Baby Ruth bars with the song Take Me Out to the Ball Game playing. So... I'm still not sold whether or not they're trying to dodge the, the baseball connection. There are some related products that have been created over the years by Nestle. They have the Baby Ruth Crisp Bars, which have the uh, Baby Ruth Bar covered with a wafer cookie and caramel cream and crushed peanuts. Um, they also made an ice cream bar that was milk chocolate coating chocolate-covered peanuts, and a vanilla nougat ice cream center. And also under the Nestle Crisp name, they had the Nestle Crunch Crisp and the Butterfinger Crisp, which I think we've had Butterfinger on the show before. Um, A lot chewier. Um, Now, we've spoken previously on the show about uh, there's a certain Australian chocolate bar called the Polywaffle which people have been threatening to bring back for years and years and years. And one of the tricks that people used to do, because it was um, quite light and hollow inside, it had a wafer bar, marshmallow, so it floated very well in the pool, and its um, uh, peanutty exterior made it look like something else. The 1980 movie Caddyshack has a scene in it where there's a pool party with teenage... Uh, two teenage girls sitting at the pool and one offers to share a baby Ruth bar with her friend when a third person, a boy, asks for a piece of the candy the girl refuses, the boy tries to take it from her but knocks it into the pool um, and then it floats off and the rest of the characters think someone's had an accident in the pool. So (laughs) the baby Ruth bar is the one in the movie where in Australia we would often float the polywaffle so, I guess it's the uh, the American version of the polywaffle. Yeah. Um, that's the the brief history of the polywaffle. It's popped up in uh, many different movies. Uh, it was in the film The Goonies and The Sandlot as well. Popped up in an episode of Leave It to Beaver and uh, Friends, the TV show um, throughout the the nineties, but. Um, We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to unwrap and try, for the very first time, a Baby Ruth bar to see exactly what it tastes like. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It's time and afternoon delight for us to uh, pit head-to-head... Uh, the Baby Ruth bar against what we're considering as similar bars, but uh, we will be putting the spotlight on the Baby Ruth 
first. Now uh, we've we split it open, and what are you noticing straight up, Max? It's a bumpy chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, Extremely bumpy. You can see chunks of peanuts. And they are, as we said before, whole roasted peanuts. Mm-hmm. It's uh, n- none of this crushed nut <laughs> nonsense. They are fully roasted peanuts. Yeah. Enough to make you choke. There's a gooey nougat base, and there looks to be a layer of caramel as well. Yep. But uh, you were saying, just as we were peeling the wrapper off, looks very much like a picnic bar. Yep. Because of the peanut lumpiness. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to have a bite down and uh, let me know, taste sensation, what is the baby wreath doing for you? So it's got uh, those big chunky peanuts, a lot to chew around, and the nougat I'm assuming is going to make it very chewy. It is chewy and crunchy. Mm. It's actually got more of a caramel flavour than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It sort of is like a picnic bar. Yeah, except because it doesn't have the wafer in it. Oh man, it's a really strange combination because it's got the nougat-y texture of a Milky Way. Mm-hmm. It's really soft. Then it's got the caramel layer of a Snickers and the the peanut as well. As I guess is like a Snickers, but mm-hmm. the overall taste I'm getting is caramel. Mm-hmm. despite the fact that a majority of the bar is nougat and peanut. It must be a very, very strong caramel. Because you can only just see the, the caramel layer in the centre. It might just be the way that you chew it. I'll try eating it upside down and see <laughs> if that uh, changes the taste sensation at all. But are you getting an overwhelming caramel taste? A little bit. I was expecting more peanut taste. When you first bite into it, you get a lot of peanut flavour. Mm. Eating it upside down, now I can taste the nougat and peanut. Bizarre. Must be just the way I'm eating it. But um, it's not a really nutty peanut taste, as bizarre as that sounds. Normally when you have peanuts in a, a chocolate bar, uh, you can get kind of that peanut buttery taste as you chew on it, particularly mm. when they're oven roasted like that. As opposed to, uh, what did we say, they previously were oil fried or something mm. but uh, okay so the question is now does a baby Ruth taste more like a peanut uh, sorry a picnic bar or a Snickers we've we've narrowed down that it's very much its own unique taste but we have a Snickers and we have a picnic bar in the studio to see if we can compare apples with apples oranges with oranges so to speak so the Snickers is the closest when you compare the ingredients. So Snickers has peanut, caramel, nougat, and milk chocolate. Pretty much exactly the same ingredients as a Baby Ruth bar. However, it looks more like a picnic bar, which has peanuts, wafer, caramel, rice crisp, no nougat, um, and no... uh, What does have caramel, sorry. So uh, which one are we going to compare it with first? The Snickers. Snickers, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, as I say, that's probably got the most similar um, ingredients list. Although the chocolate does look a bit different. It's very chewy. 
in this as more caramel flavour. Mm. And yet, this time around, I'm getting more peanut flavour. <laughs> and mm. I think it's the roasted peanut flavour I'm getting. Yeah, the aftertaste tastes like peanut butter. Yeah, very nutty. The nougat isn't quite as uh, prominent this time around. You're getting more of the caramel nut flavour. But looking at the the comparison between the Baby Ruth and the Snickers, you'd be hard-pressed to, like, in a blind taste test, they are almost identical. Except that your Snickers has smaller bite-sized pieces of peanut that have been crushed versus the whole peanut in the Baby Ruth. Mm-hmm. And yet they do taste quite different. Yeah. That leaves us then with the Picnic Bar. As we said, this has peanuts, wafer, caramel and rice crisp. No nougat. Let's see if this tastes more like a Baby Ruth <laughs> than the Snickers, despite the fact the ingredients list is a lot different. Okay, this one looks identical with the the big chunky lumps in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm hearing the 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 wafer you're crunching down on there, flavour wise, similar or different? It's more of a caramel flavour. Mm. Yeah, it's surprising how the caramel's coming through again, considering there's so little of it. The wafer, I think it's a vanilla wafer, but. There's not much to that either. Mm-hmm. The thing about a picnic bar is super, super crunchy. Not so much chewy like the Baby Ruth or the Snickers. Mm-hmm. What are you calling? Um, I reckon the Baby Ruth is better. Than the two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which one does it taste most like, Snickers or Picnic? Snickers. I think so. And it makes sense because the ingredients are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Just the, the crushed nut versus the, the whole roasted. But I'll, I'll admit I did enjoy that. So Snickers is kind of the perhaps alternative, but uh, there you go. Snickers is Mars, Picnic is Cadbury, Baby Ruth is Nestle. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got all bases covered. Uh, if you happen to have had a Baby Ruth bar before, we would love you to let us know uh, your thoughts. Have we got it on par? Is the Snickers the... Australian version of the Baby Ruth Bar, or or not. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with our sweetest tune, so don't go anywhere. It's time for our sweetest tune on Afternoon Delight, and uh, considering... The contentious history of the Baby Ruth bar, uh, is it named after Babe Ruth or not? <laughs> we decided that yes, yes, it most definitely is. And considering that the Baby Ruth team have, on many occasions, made advertising connections to uh, to Babe Ruth and baseball, we're going to play the pretty much the sporting anthem of American baseball. Um, the song is called Take Me Out to the Ball Game. It's a 1908 Tin Pan Alley song written by Jack Norworth and Albert von Tiltzler. Um, the song's 
chorus is traditionally sung during the middle of the seventh innings of a baseball game, and fans are generally encouraged to sing along. The words home team are replaced with the home team's name. So uh, here it is. This is one of the earliest recordings by Edward Meeker. Well, it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. That there is Edward Meeker with Take Me Out to the Ball Game, our sweetest tune this week. Are you a, uh, a baseball fan at all, Max? <laughs> no. It's a very American pastime. It's slowly becoming more popular in Australia. I know here in uh, Colac and Surrounds we've got uh, a few teams in a local baseball series that uh, they travel around a little bit mm-hmm. um, to, to play their games, the Colac Braves. Um, but uh, there you go. That is uh, the Baby Ruth Bar. Now... Uh, I'm going to take a quick look at the ACR FM's Afternoon Delight Facebook page because earlier in the week, uh, there's a comedian by the name of Josh Earl who hosts a very fun uh, trivia-based program each week as a podcast. But on his Twitter page, he loves to make polls. And so people vote through the polls and try and narrow down uh, a number one of a certain topic. This week is one very close to our hearts, Max. He wants to know what is the absolute number one pick of the Milk Bar Lollies. <laughs> so all week he's been uh, whittling down through the votes, um, pairing them off. What's it going to be? So the original list started off with Freckles and Black Cats, with uh, Freckles taking out the number one spot there. Uh, Pipping Warheads and Minties, although Winties, Minty, Minties did make it into round two. Then Clinkers beat Fruit Jubes. Sherby's beat Pineapples. Red Frogs took out Ice Cream Cones. Strawberries and Cream took out the Milk Buds. Jaffers won over Witchity Grubs. Fads won, uh, sorry, Fads lost to Chocolate Frogs. Killer Pythons uh, beat out the Licorice All Sorts. Jersey Caramels beat the Mint Leaves. The Caramel Buds beat the Cobbers. <laughs> this sounds like uh, it could be the, the lineup for a baseball game, couldn't it? <laughs> uh, the Chocolate Bullets beat the Cheekies, which used to be the Chicos. Fantails beat Milk Bottles. Raspberries beat Teeth. Mustics beat Bananas. And then Snakes Alive were clear winners over... Um, red rippers so that went down to the uh, the next round where freckles took it out clinkers took it out strawberries and cream chocolate frog killer python bullets fantails and snakes alive yesterday it got narrowed down to the top four which is freckles versus strawberries and cream and killer python versus fantails there's only a couple of hours left to find out who's going to be the number one lolly. Uh, So the winners were Freckles and Killer Pythons. So uh, the vote could be in your hand here, Max. What is going to be the Afternoon Delight vote? Freckles or Killer Pythons? Killer Pythons. Killer Pythons. There's been quite quite an uproar in the, uh, the Twitter feed... Uh, that Killer Python shouldn't be on the list as a milk bar lolly, but 
Let's see. We'll cast our vote. Okay. Currently, Freckles are in the lead, 52.6% to Killer Python's 474 uh, We'll revisit it next week and find out who the winner was, but uh, currently Freckles in the lead, Max. Uh, your Killer Python's not faring so well, although they have made it this far. There's, there's hope yet. <laughs> so we'll share that on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know if you voted in uh, the ultimate Milk Bar Lolly face-off. Uh, We'll be back with a recipe on Afternoon Delight after this short break, so stick around. Say hey, good looking, what you got cooking, how's about cooking something up with me? On Afternoon Delight, it is time to jump in the kitchen and uh, get cooking. Max, what are we baking up this week? Baby Ruth cookies. And, of course, if you can't get your hands on Baby Ruth's, uh, Snickers will be very similar. Yeah. But these seem reasonably easy, low prep and bake time. In about half an hour, you've got four dozen biscuits. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do we need? Half a cup of butter. Three quarters of a cup of sugar, one large egg, half a teaspoon of vanilla extract, one and a third cups of flour, half a teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of salt, and two Baby Ruth um, bars. In a large bowl, cream, butter, and sugar until light and fluffy. Beat in egg and vanilla. Combine flour, baking soda and salt. Gradually add to the creamed mixture. Stir in the candy bars. Drop by rounded teaspoons two in. Apart onto grease baking sheets bake at 350 degrees Fahrenheit for 10 minutes or until edges are lightly browned immediately remove to wire racks to cool so it's similar to your uh, choc chip recipe except these are going to have gooey bits of uh, chocolate bar through them instead yep that caramel peanut uh, combination would be quite nice methinks uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. So that's up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go at that one. Uh, we just had a post up on the <laughs> Facebook page uh, from our What's New earlier in the show. We asked uh, if anyone's tried the fried chicken or the cheesy garlic pizza flavoured shapes. Uh, Tiana has asked, should I try these? <laughs> Very good question. Considering I liked the, the cheesy garlic ones and you liked the fried chicken... Yeah. yeah, I think she should uh, give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost out of show. We'll be back to wrap it all up by unwrapping our Kinder Surprise after this short break. Kin, 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 kin,
it's time for us to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Max, what have we got in there? It's... I'd say it's a bird. A bird? Oh yeah, yeah it's got a bird beak, definitely. That's like a Toucan Sam looking creature. Mm-hmm. Plenty of uh, <laughs> little pieces to try and put together. I'll try not to distract you. Uh, while, so it's got blue plastic feet. Well, it might be crow, maybe. Although that beak does scream toucan, because it's quite bulbous. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those ones that uh, when you move the tail, it's going to either flap its wings or the beak will open and close from previous uh, birds that we've had on the show. I don't think we've ever had this one, though. So it's all black except for the blue feet and bright orange beak. Beak. Okay, Max says, oh, nearly had it together and then the wing's fallen off. (laughs) Should be able to slide it in. in. Yep. Okay, so he's slotted the last wing in. And what does it do? Tail moves. Or does it not? Something's wrong in it. <laughs> Something's wrong. The the, uh, the the bobbing mechanism's not quite uh, quite working. Perhaps the tail was upside down or something. <laughs> While you uh, okay, Max has just pulled it apart to try again. We'll have a quick flick back over the afternoon delight Facebook page uh, last week on the show. Uh, what's new was the Browns Dairy flavors of milk with cinny bun, gold smooth caramel white chocolate, and caramelized biscuit. Uh, our main theme was Pop Rocks, and uh, we shared a very fun video of an 82-year-old woman trying Pop Rocks for the first time. It's the most glorious laugh you'll ever hear in your life. And uh, there's recipe in there as well for the Pop Rocks, as well as Josh Earl's head-to-head. Uh, okay, Max has managed to uh, to piece the bird together, so what, what does it do now? Yeah. You press a button on its back and the wings flap. Flap up and down. But I think I've put the r- wings on wrong. Oh, they're looking a little bit backwards. <laughs> Maybe it's going to fly north for the winter instead of south. Uh, that's it for Afternoon Delight. Thank you for uh, joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed the show. And as always, if you want to get in contact, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or uh, send us a message on the Afternoon Delight OCRFM Facebook page. All things going well. We'll be back next Sunday from three to do it again. Yeah. Hopefully you can join us. Catch you then. See ya. It's right while waiting till the middle of a cold dark night. When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight